0: So I'm like, you're going to give me the same courtesy or else you know, I'll-, I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> She's it's like, no, no I'll-, I'll work it out. And next thing you know, I got beautiful Italian equipment for my customers like you.
1: This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news and events in Hampton Roads and beyond.
2: Wouldn't you like to be a guest on Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham? Well, well. well. The link is in the show notes. And now, here's your host,
1: Blair Durham. Greetings, greetings, stay locked in. in. Without further ado, I'm excited to um, introduce Mr. Gerard Foreman. He and his wife are the founders of Fresh Cup Coffee and Tea Company uh, that they actually started during the pandemic. So, uh, excited to have you here and just sharing the great news about coffee and tea on your doorstep. <laughs> Would love to hear from you, Gerard, about um, how and why you, you founded the company.
0: Well, well, first of all, thank you, Blair and Cheryl and the other uh, entrepreneurs that are here. It's really an honor to uh, be here among you and to learn from you and also the network. I'm, I'm interested in everything uh, everyone has spoke about um, because they all have an impact on us daily. So I really am looking forward to getting to, to know everyone here. So to the question you asked Blair, um, absolutely. We, we started the business due to the um, fact that I lost my job during the pandemic um, in, in June. And so the business actually launched officially uh, in July of 2020. So basically, it's a simple story, really, because I was in the coffee refreshment services industry working for a few large firms, a couple were international in presence. And I just learned about coffee and tea and refreshments working over 12 years in the business. So I just decided, you know, why not use some of the connections i made over the years, uh, vendors, suppliers, roasters, um, these types of folks, just kind of put it all together into a website where um, the general public can benefit from what I used to do for William & Mary. Um, what I used to do for Van Dievener black law firm, the Decker firm, you know, Town Bank, these are all companies that, you know, have discriminating taste in coffees and teas and things of that nature. And, and they really want among the very best teas and coffees. But one thing they have in common, they don't want to spend, you know, $35 an ounce for coffees and teas. And so that's what I bring to the table. I allow uh, the general public to go to my website, and become part of a well-thought-out and researched um, variety of premium coffees and teas. And I think sometimes, um, and I I remember saying this to you um, when we spoke in the past briefly, that there's often a misconception among uh, African-American entrepreneurs. And unfortunately, it's not true, but the perception is if you work with an entrepreneur that's of color that somehow you're going to get something that's second rate or something that's maybe not put together as well and what we have to do is at fresh cut we fight that stereotype by over um, exceeding our customers expectations because we recognize that that's something that's out there you know, that uh, they may not get the very best. So that's one of the reasons why we really put a lot of effort to getting premium quality products. Um, And then not only that, I'm roasting everything locally here now. And so I can get stuff out fast, and fresh. Generally, 99% of everything we have ships the same day. And the only reason something may not ship the same day is because generally on Tuesdays, um, I'm receiving a new shipment of fresh roasted coffee from my supplier. So if someone places an order uh, for a particular item, um, generally it's no more than a day or so. And I always reach out to them and let them know um, because I, I know the feeling that when you order something online and you know days go by, you don't know what's going on. So I just try to put myself in the uh, place of, of the client. So in a nutshell, without you know rambling too much, that, that's really what we are. And um, we're excited that today, we're actually gonna go look at some warehouse space because my uh, family game room is starting to bust with products and it's so funny because we started with one little um, shelf and now we've got uh, five shelves, you know, or little cabinets that, that have expanded. So we're, we're really looking forward to looking at that space and possibly turning it into a combination of uh, retail in the front of the space, depending on the square footages and, you know, the build out, I haven't seen it yet. And then having some space to have our, you know, products stored there so people can actually uh, come and pick up product if they would like, because I do spend quite a bit in shipping. So that that would actually, I think, offset some of those costs. So we're excited about that. Um, we're not going to make a move unless it's right. But um, it's platforms like this that, in my opinion, Blair, has gotten me uh, where we are now with the publicity that you gave us. And we are really grateful for it.
1: Wow. Uh, one question that popped up here in the chat. Thanks, Cheryl, for this. Can you share with us the process that you went through mm-hmm to start a business. So I love that you gave the context of um, really, this business was birthed out of something that you already had expertise in, kind of putting together those uh, supplier connections, et cetera. But what did you actually do kind of technically to get this business off the ground? Um, Her follow-up is take viewers through a step-by-step process of business startup.
0: Okay, well, okay, Uh, I'll tell you exactly what I did. So first thing I did was, I I began to reach out to a few friends of mine that I knew uh, worked from home. And in fact, I I totally skipped that part of the the question because that's very key. I actually reached out to a a few friends and asked them basically would they be interested in using my products if I was to have a business that could deliver certain products to their home and asked about um, budget, And, you know, their company, how would they handle it? In other words, I had one person that actually told me they would actually have a uh, stipend every month for buying supplies and that included coffee. So I think the first thing that I did and I would recommend people do is definitely understand if you have a market, all right? If you call your friend or a family member and you say, "Hey, I want to sell you these little widgets, would you buy them? And all 10 of those people um, say absolutely I would buy that. Do you have them now? That's a pretty good indication that you have something that's in demand. Now, if all 10 say no, still doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't start your business. It should mean that you may have to do more research about your target uh, demographic and um, make sure there is a need for your services. And so that's what I did, I, and I reached out to a variety of people of diverse backgrounds too. I, you know, I talked to people that were, you know, close friends, people that were a part of my network, um, and also even a few of my former um, clients that I had. I wanted to kind of get the pulse of, and, and let me tell you, the nice thing about doing that, because one of those people uh, was a law firm, and that law firm um, is is one of my customers. Because think about it. Think about the psychology of that, right? I'm asking this this, this law firm if they will be interested in buying coffee from me and tea and things of that nature. If I was going to business, so now what have I essentially done for the business? That's step one. I basically let them commit to help to, to helping me get the business started. So that's that's the first thing. The second thing, more technical, is of course I went and um, registered with the state corporation commission. Um, I that's a hundred bucks uh, I did uh, seek out an LLC because based on the website and you know looking at how it's going to structure the business legally um, I needed to do that you also have to go to the IRS website and file for a federal tax ID number um, depending on the type of business that you're going to start um, you may need to register with the local municipality of your city uh, for a business license. Uh, in my case, you know, I was I'm completely online. When I go into, let's say, a warehouse, basically is what the city of Virginia has told me. Then I would need to, you know, come in to downtown and and register um, and pay a little, you know, fee for that. Um, the other thing is um, you have to be able to fund, you know, your business. So you're going to need some some startup money. And um, so we used some savings and I also had some inherited funds um, as well. Um, and so we, we, we had to put all those things together. I also talked to um, <clears throat> an accountant and, and uh, found out what the best tool would be for keeping my accounts in order. And so I use QuickBooks in connection with the shopify website that i have um the interesting thing about quickbooks if you oh and of course another step was i of course went and started a bank account and i actually interviewed a few banks i think it's important that you walk in the door confident and let them earn your business and i basically told them this is what i needed to do and Could they meet those needs? And only you're gonna understand what those needs are. You know, um, do you need a bank that has ATMs on every corner? Does that, is that a big deal to you? Well, for me, I wanted that because I dealt with a credit union, which I love, I still have it, but their ATMs are pretty much at their locations. So that's hard for me when I'm in Portsmouth and I gotta, you know, maybe do something. I'm in Chesapeake and I'm in Hampton. So I needed to look at that. The other component for me was the online data presence. You know, how could I do a lot of my things and integrate them with my website, which I was able to do, and in connection with QuickBooks, that's the other thing that I had to do some research on. I'm thinking with PNC, and PNC allows you to connect to QuickBooks. And so when I do transactions, um, those transactions are automatically updated because I've connected them, you know, together. So all I have to do is go in and basically click on what those transactions are And of course, QuickBooks learns your transactions as well. So once you categorize something as a certain expense, then you can classify it as that. So when it comes in the next time, um, it will automatically categorize itself. I'm still at the surface of that. I definitely recommend you using a CPA. So I would love to um, definitely continue to network with anybody that's a CPA. Um, I'm supposed to be working with a, a lady here that that's the other thing, too. Interview your CPAs, by the way, too. You know, find out they really got time for you. Some people, I hate to say it, all right, but some people are just doing too much, okay? And I had a lady that's supposed to call me back I don't know how many times, and she's doing all kinds of things, and I understand that, but believe it or not, they say the human brain really cannot multitask. You really can only do one thing at a time. And I think you're doing yourself... And again, I'm speaking about this young lady that um, I was so weak that I've been trying to get a hold of her. Um, and I'm on Facebook just perusing, posting some things for my business. And I see her at a BizConnect meeting, <laughs> networking. And I'm like, okay, that's great that you're networking, but I need to talk to you. And you're at a BizConnect meeting. So I saw her on a BizConnect meeting with Laura Henderson and those folks. And I'm going, I can't get a hold of her. She's trying to get new clients and she's got a client. And I can't talk to her. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. So that that's kind of a, a snapshot of, uh, of that. I hope I didn't get too wonky in there, but I think it's important to really, you gotta pair well with people you're gonna be working with dealing with your money. And um, I'm learning that. I'm learning that. Yeah, no doubt
1: gotta gotta ask this question talk a little bit about um the best-selling offerings on the coffee side on the tea
0: side what is it that Pete? what's your bread and butter inside the business what do people love and and i'm starting to see now reading the the questions they come up quick and i don't have my glasses on so that's why i've been kind of ignoring them so now i'll help moderate them no worries okay perfect um, yeah, so so yeah, that's that's one of my favorite things to talk about. Um, my top selling item, even though we're fresh cup coffee and tea, we should be fresh cup tea and coffee <laughs> the top selling product on my website right now is True Honey Organic Blair Lavender Lemonade Green Tea. Okay, uh, this is a product that is made in Northern Virginia. And the claim to fame for this one particular product is a couple things. One, they're using all organic uh, materials, but two, they use bee farmers in the local Lorton, Virginia area, and they harvest the honey from them, and they do granules of honey in each tea bag. So that's their claim to fame. They, you know, so a lot of people add honey uh, to their tea anyway, but when you have the Honey granules already in the bag, and what's really cool—and I wish I had one I could show you. Uh, okay, she's on the website. You can actually see the honey granules in the bottom of the uh, of the bag. And so, Blair, I got—I got—I found. You out added a, a rooibos. Yes. This is our favorite. You added a ginger lemon zest. Oh my! Yes. Goodness. yes. Well, and and so so let me say this, Blair. Um, the other thing about being a small business, right? Especially a growing business, I absolutely love feedback from my customers. So guess what? I never had that rooibos tea. But one of my one of my customers, who's a regular customer, emailed me and asked me if I had access to it. And I said, absolutely. I didn't, you know, know anyone wanted it. So one of the nice things about us, you can call me, email me, tell me, hey, you know, I would like to see this. And guess what? I'll get it because uh, apparently that's a really big deal. Um, It's the South African herbs that are in that tea. It promotes uh, really um, a lot of antioxidants. And so I'm going to have to break open a bag myself and try it. Um, But like I said, I I go with time tested, you know, products. When people call me up and um, have a request, if I can do it, if I have it available, then, you know, I'm going to do it. And um, I was really excited. The, the next thing, believe it or not, as far as coffee, is my white raspberry truffle coffee. That's the uh, next um, thing. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know why I got it down there. It should be kind of near the top. But yeah, that's the white truffle. And and it's funny because I, I've also learned, I've like I, I seen a question about, Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think you have enough time um, for me to tell you all the things that I don't know, Cheryl, about business. But I will share this. I'm constantly working with ad people, marketing people. I don't have the million-dollar budget to do all of the things that I want to do. But I'm constantly reading about um, ads and marketing and Google Analytics and things like that. So I've, I've now started to have people who like my products. And Marcia, uh, I, I love her because she posted and wrote things about my products. And what I'm doing is having them write those comments on the website. I recently learned that when it comes to Google Analytics. So that's another tip. People can post about you on Facebook, Instagram. That's great. If you want your website, One of the many algorithms, I should say, there's a lot, but one of them is when people review you on your website, uh, that's big for Google. They pick up on that and that moves you up. So you were to do a Google analytic right now on my page, I was doing it last week with a marketing firm that I was, you know, investigating hiring. They were shocked at a novice like me. I was actually in one of the top tiers. Okay. Okay. And they were like, wow. I said, yeah, because I talk to people like you for like half an hour and I may not hire you. OK, but I implement the stuff that you tell me. They, they bust out laughing. And I do that, too. So I'll talk to people all the time and ask them questions. If people got time to talk to you and, and ask, answer your questions, utilize that. And I love that lovely lady right there. Ah, that's okay. funny. Well, I had, I had to post that because people thought that was a great interview. The way oh you ran and I said I'm well, my dress there. Oh wow. I said, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and uh I wanna share that with everybody because she, she was hitting me with questions and the back and forth was like, Man, y'all y'all could be on national TV. I said, Wait, well, hey, if I'm the one that sparks the local Oprah to national TV, then you know, so be it. And my daughter recently, who's my vice president, customer experience, right? We oh. we got a her because she's been working on tiktok for us oh and and here's a shameless plug all right my daughter just recently got accepted to the uh arts academy at salem that she applied for and she is so excited to be going there for that so she's all about social media and i was just telling her i said Soleil, so you know um That's great. I really want you to pay close. She's a straight A student anyway. But I was like, so I really want you to pay attention to everything social media and marketing, (laughs) okay? She's like, well, uh, Dad, yeah, I, I got you. I got you. I said, yeah, because you're, you're gonna you're gonna help the family business with that beautiful little brain that you have. Okay, so we're already setting her up, just like a lot of other families do. They send their kids to law school, they become CPAs to help the family business. And I told my daughter, I said, use that artistic brain that you have. So she recently set us up with TikTok, and I tell you why it's amazing what she did. We did. I didn't know this, but she set us up. I used to get about 35 to 40 people coming to my website daily. I mean, I got the numbers to show that. That's, it's very low. That's what, that's what it is, right? Well, when she did the TikTok, the very first day and attached, you know, her little videos and the stuff we were doing, we went to 200 people in one day. And I couldn't believe it. And it's only going to continue to grow. So TikTok and social media. Somebody asked me about that in the chat. Um, yeah, I don't know a lot about it, but I'm, I'm learning about it. And I and I say to all of you, continue to do the same thing. Learn about it. Ask questions about it. Um, I think, uh, Blair, you have a number of well-connected marketing people in the group. Take advantage of the, the expertise. Now, as far as CRM? Yeah,
1: that was a question. Are
0: you using um, the CRM system? I, I, I use the Shopify CRM. So I actually keep up with the clients that I have. I have a couple tools that I have. I have a system called Bold Subscriptions, and this is where people can go to my website. Now you don't see it, but there's a link at the bottom of the majority of the products on my page that allows you to hit subscribe and save. Well, the app behind that is called Bold Subscriptions that I pay for monthly. And that allows me to go into Shopify and see exactly uh what those subscriptions are and then they send me an email order of what i need to fulfill so it's automatic so it sends me an email and then i know to to grab you know two cases of this or some lavender lemonade or whatever the case is i'll just fulfill it um the other component is shopify has their own email system that i want to say i got 2500 emails i can do a month which i i don't do anywhere near that I usually do one to maybe two emails a week, if that. I'm not a big email person, um, but I've started to use it more, and I've noticed that you know Shopify tracks everything you do, and it'll show me the metrics of when people click on it, uh, if they unsubscribe. And so far, I haven't had many people unsubscribe at all. Maybe two out of maybe 50, you know, subscribers, which is pretty good. But about half opened them and if i go into shopify now as i'm speaking i can tell you that i've probably gained about 4 to 5 hundred bucks in sales from my emails and i've only recently just started using them over the last you know month or so so that's that's pretty good because i didn't realize that people actually do click on the email from time to time and they like to know what fresh cup is doing and so um, is something that's included in my subscription to Shopify. So there's no cost. It's just some time to put together a little email and it's all templates. So basically all I do is go in and click on, you know, my product that I want to promote and it automatically populates and I can, you know, change the wording around a little bit. I can review it and then I hit send. And so that's the extent of my customer relationship management, you know, tools and of course i also have uh, where when people go to my website through shopify uh, and they leave a cart okay they abandon the cart well it sends me a trigger that the system automatically emails that person and so sometimes people still don't respond so when i have some time I'll actually send them a personal email, a uh, text message. And I'm able to recover, you know, some you know, sales. Sometimes you can't. People just, for whatever reason, they get to the checkout and they've spending, I don't know, 20 bucks, right? And the shipping is five dollars. And they go, you know what? That's it. I can't pay the five. It reminds me of Martin every time my wife and I, that's an inside joke. I can't pay the five. I'm not gonna pay the five. It's only five (laughs) bucks. And (laughs) generally, you know, shipping costs me $7 on average. So I'm still really, you know, spending you know $2 to ship something to someone. So even though they're paying five, they're still getting a discounted rate. There's literally nothing I can ship for five bucks because basically that would be a letter. size something and I, I don't everything I have is is you know several ounces so that's one of the reasons why we're really looking seriously at shipping because I think last month I might have spent $800 in shipping and I'm just like pulling my hair out you know wow. Um, but we did probably $4,000 in sales Okay. so you know you got to kind of look at it you know the good with the bad but I also look at it and go well hmm what if I would have been able to put that $800 toward, I don't know, rent or something and made $8,000 in sales because people who want to come to Virginia Beach and pick up product, they can't. So that's what I was thinking. So we're, we're still going to, um, you know, weigh that out. I would love to um, keep up with you, Blair, and let you know how it's going. Please do. Um, I don't know what a mass marketplace is. You got to explain that. Or, or is that a flea market or something, or like a what they used to call Amazon? Okay. Oh, okay, Amazon. Yeah. So, yeah, let me let me. I'll talk a little bit about Amazon. Um, yes, I I want to use Amazon in the future. However, um, you basically almost have to have a lawyer. Well, you really do have to have a lawyer to get am, to get Amazon going right, or you need to hire a firm. Okay, uh, to get. Amazon right, because they will kick you off in a second. Um, they have monthly fees that can be kind of nutty, um, but I do want to use Amazon. But from talking to people like, you know, one of my board members, Emily Oil, Chastity Pritchett, she told me, she said, Gerard, she said, you're still new. And she said, let me tell you, and she gave me, you know, some of her experience. Now, granted, folks, don't always take everybody's experience and think that's going to be your experience. However, I've talked to many folks and also went part of the process. And I just kind of threw my hands up and went, you know what? Not right now. This is this is just crazy Um, to work with Amazon. they, They make it extremely difficult to work with them. I cannot say that enough now if 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 someone here in the group i'm very open-minded if someone here has expertise in amazon and can um get me to the level uh to where i can not pull my hair out and turn it grayer than what it is i will leave you i love you to have give you i'll give you my number now you can call me and talk to me and um I'll be happy to, you know, pay you for your services um, because it's, it's labor intensive to get going. And, and I mean, to get going the right way. That's the other key too. You know, you can half do it, but one thing we pride ourselves at Fresh Cup, we, we just, we're just not going to half do anything. You know, this is too important for us. We really want to uh, have a legacy for our children and um so I want to do it the right way
1: I think that's fair makes sense we have about 10 minutes remaining other questions for Gerard
0: I hope I didn't you know bore you guys too much but Mm-mm. you know coffee co- coffee is actually pretty interesting and I and I and I share something with Blair that we talked about before I think there's more ladies on this call yeah so just out of curiosity how many people here other than Blair don't drink coffee yes there everybody drinks coffee here well that's 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 great let me tell you why um, and there's there's several studies that's been done but you know the one I like to cite is the Harvard medical study about um, the reduction in type 2 diabetes and also the prevention um, of certain forms of cancer. Basically, what studies have shown, moderate amounts of coffee um, can help reduce and delay some of those um, diseases in individuals. And what I thought was interesting was in this one study, it showed that coffee had more beneficial effects on women in fighting certain forms of cancer than in men. So, what I came away from that was women who tell me, hey, I don't drink coffee, well, it's actually got more health benefits for you than me. Even though uh, it does help men as well stave off certain forms of uh, cancer, it does fight type 2 diabetes and so often when you talk to even older black people and they have diabetes some of them believe it or not they don't they don't drink coffee and so um coffee could be something that could help them but of course you know we don't promote any type of uh product as a health product you'll notice that we don't do that on the website we just don't get into that um when i'm talking in forums like this i don't mind sharing information that i've you know researched but we don't promote anything as a health you know product on the website but um, I think that's interesting, you know, to note about the business, is that we, we do have a really uh, ancient product that we're using. And um, we are talking about black brands, so guess what? People also don't know that the origins of coffee are in Ethiopia. Often people think it's from Colombia. It is not. Oh, wow. The coffee, original coffee seed is from Ethiopia. Now, Arabs are credited to, uh, in myth of, you know, maybe bringing it to mass market. In other words, the saying is a African goat herder saw his goats jumping around eating the cherries. And, you know, so he started to eat them. But then an Arab merchant came by and basically talked him into roasting them and then grinding them. And so there's some debate about that, but what everybody does universally agree on is that, you know, coffee is originally from Africa. So I think that's interesting as well. And it just kind of spread throughout a certain region called the coffee belt. So coffee only grows in one particular uh, spot on the globe, which is called the coffee belt. It is basically a few hundred miles north and south of the equator. So the whole equator is where coffee grows. It does not grow far below that or far above that. So if you ever look at a map, it's it's very interesting. That's where the coffee regions are in the world. It's called the equatorial belt. That's it, there you go. See that? That's fascinating. Yeah, well, like I said, you know, when when you've been in the business for several years, my companies that I've worked with have sent me all over the country, you know, um, to learn about coffee and to do shows and you know I'm an inquisitive person I always knew one day I may have to you know have the opportunity to go into business for myself so why not take advantage and learn about the business that you're in and I I always thought that was interesting so for instance the only states that grow coffee are Hawaii and Puerto Rico Mm. so they call it coffee belt makes sense which you see here you know, Blair. I think if one day, if I was to grow and continue to get things going, I, I could I could see myself hiring a a roast master one day, and having and having a roast. But right now, um, I know when I work for Todd Water Beverage, uh, one of my mentors, Jim Valerio, the owner, who's recently you know retired. You know, he just he stayed a merchant or a purveyor of fine coffees for thirty years, and it's just just what he did. So you can make a good you know, living from just being a purveyor of fine coffees. In other words, I don't have to roast, but there would be something I might be interested down the line where I could actually roast my own products and that kind of thing. But it's a whole nother level of expertise. And um, sometimes it's like, why why recreate the wheel? In fact, you see those coffees that say organic to the left, Um, these are products that I used to have And the Martins and the Marley, the hot chocolate, all of that. These are all products I used to sell to law firms and and offices when I was in the coffee business. So these are things that I want to encourage people. When you work for other people and you see what works in the market, why recreate the wheel? These are things that when I go out, like right now, I'm going to be proposing a new customer that's a business customer this week. When they look at some of these products, they're familiar to them because they're stuff that the office coffee industry uses and they're readily available. So you're not gonna come to my website and find, you know, uh, boo-boo coffee that I wrote my, you know, crayon on. They, they, these are legitimate purveyors of really nice products that people can feel comfortable and confident buying because there are some name recognition. I also partnered with Fredo here locally, you see at the bottom. Um, interestingly enough, they saw me on Wavy TV Ten, and they remembered me when I worked in the coffee business. And these these coffees here at the bottom these are only for commercial applications. So, um, We Care Cafe and Salon they have these because I actually provide. And um, if you go to go to Brewers and Accessories right at the top. Um, I'm gonna show you that yeah right there now you see that see that first rule right there see there it doesn't have a price there click on that if if a business contacts me I can provide you that machine at no cost you see so and if you click on the next thing you'll see a little that's kind of dope Gerard yeah (laughs) That's a $500 piece of Italian equipment from Massimo Zanetti. And I put that machine at We Care Salon absolutely free because Segafredo reached out to me and said, hey, what can we do to support your business? Wow. And they said, listen, you know, so all I have to do to get that machine is I go out and I can sell them all day. All I have to do is... Buy the coffee. As long as I buy the coffee from them, they'll provide me with the equipment. I've also set up the arrangement with another local supplier to do the same thing. This isn't unusual. This is what the network of coffee suppliers do locally that I used to do when I was in the business. Makes sense. But that's that's what they do. Yeah, they're, they're not they're not going out. See, we think we have to spend money for every little thing. I happen to know the tricks of the trade because I work with people. That have money, have lots of money, they're multi-millionaires and they generally don't buy stuff. So don't ever get yourself in that trap of thinking you gotta pay for this, you gotta pay for that. you would be surprised what other certain people, certain, you know, backgrounds will, no, will give you for free, right? will give it to you for free. But yeah. you gotta mm-hmm. now don't get me wrong, the rep did try to get me to buy it, but I had to remind her that, uh, yeah, that's right. Send those wealthy people my way. Yeah, that's right. Um, I had to remind her that I used to work for Cardinal Canteen, okay? And that guess what? Cardinal Canteen, yes, I'm not Cardinal Canteen. I'm very small. But Cardinal Canteen didn't buy those machines. Mm-hmm. She used to come to my office, Blair, the lady that I'm dealing with, with Massimo Zanetti. And I'm watching the time. And she would drop... I was going to say, we got about 30 seconds. <laughs> she would drop it. them off. She would drop them off to me. Wow. So I'm like, you're going to give me the same courtesy or else I'll I'll go somewhere else. (laughs) She's like, no, no. I'll I'll work it out. And next thing you know, I got beautiful Italian equipment for my customers like you.
1: That's awesome. Gerard, I want to thank you so much for being our resident expert on this week's edition of Coffee Connect. How fitting fresh cup coffee and tea company. Um, Look them up. You have somewhere to um page it out for, all your
0: coffee uh, and he needs. I'm excited. I'm gonna may give you a this. discount code to your 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 participants here. Go ahead. All right. So since you guys are here with me today, let me give you a discount code for my website. Uh, it's real easy. It's fresh cup ten percent and then the percent sign behind it. Keep it all together. I also want
1: to remind you about our upcoming real estate conference. It's HR RealCon 21, our fifth annual real estate readiness event. We are so excited. We've expanded the event to comprise two days this year. So I will kick off on a Friday evening, April 30th, with a segment from Danita Hayes of Victory Allegiance Realty and Wall Street Cafe. She's also the founder of a new movement, Women Flip Houses 2. She's one of the most successful real estate brokers in the Hampton Roads region. Uh, this new movement is all about, of course, Empowering women with the tools and information that they need in order to achieve success in real estate. We'll also have on Friday evening a piece on wholesaling for dummies in this segment is hosted by none other than Seiko Varner, the founder and CEO of Positive Vibes Incorporated. He'll be bringing some other wholesalers to the table, talking through certain aspects of private money uh, lending. He's one of the most recognizable faces in Hampton Roads easily. And so I certainly want to invite you to participate in the Friday session as well as the Saturday session. So Saturday morning, come back for a mini first-time homebuyers course, sponsored by Virginia Housing Community Development Corporation and James Taylor. During this mini course, we'll learn about available grants to lower closing costs. We'll talk about how to shop for a realtor, and we'll look at what the market is doing now. We also have a buy the block segment with Clarence Harris, a building a successful real estate business with Kit Lockett, another segment with Seiko Varner, focused on, again, the private money lending piece, And we'll conclude with a real estate roundtable. We'll bring all the professionals together uh, and get some closing thoughts. No pun intended. Final tips. It'll be a brief discussion on how to get started in real estate right now. This event is also free and open to the public. This event is also virtual and accessible from wherever you are. And this event can be uh, registered for by visiting our website. Blackbrand.biz, B L A C K B R A N D dot
2: B I Z. Hey, this is Seiko, DJ Seiko Varner, but I'm also known as your favorite private money broker. In other words, I put money in the hands of real estate investors. Hey, you definitely want to check out HR RealCon 2021 and make sure you check out my workshops. My workshops are going to be the bomb. Trust me, wholesaling for dummies on friday and on saturday whoo, private money and private funds so make sure you go to hr real kind
1: again a free event you can register blackbrand.biz <laughs> <laughs>
2: locked in. This show was brought to you by the consulting services of Positive Vibes Incorporated. We do credit fixes. We do debt restructuring and we put money in the pockets of real estate investors. So, give us a call. We can fix your credit. We can restructure your debt. And if you're a real estate investor, I would love to put thousands of dollars into your pockets. 757-932-0177. That's 757-932-0177. Phenomenal.
1: Stay with us online at